Pirasek. Roxas? Excuse me? Roxas? Oh, it's no use. Huh? What are you talking about? Let's see here. If the subject fails to respond, use aggression to liberate his true disposition. Right. Did they ever pick the wrong guy for this one? You're bizarre! This is Jim along with Bill, and this is Bill Nerd's Kingdom Hearts. And I just want to say that you can find me at that'spodcasting.com, the website, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Bill, where can people find you? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at House of Bill and at Instagram at Mr. William. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to thank Lacey Johnson for providing her version of Sanctuary as the official theme song for Season 3 of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 3, Episode 5, titled H is for Hercules. Jim, you're safe! I failed. It's not your fault. I left everyone unprotected. Hades was right. I'm just a, a washout. Ah, come on, champ. I didn't train you to think like that. Wonder Boy. Phil's right. This is no time to beat yourself up. Welcome, everyone. It's Jim, and I'm here with Bill, and it's time for some more Bill Words Kingdom Hearts. Bill, how would you describe in one word your viewing for this past half hour? Hero. <laughs> and we'll get to why he said hero later. <laughs> uh, Bill, so why don't we get right into it? What's your. Let's get with your review. And just a reminder the next episode is a watch along episode. So it goes a little bit away from the format. And I'll explain why I decided next episode is going to be that uh, when we get to it, basically. Right. Alright, so what do we start off with this week? We. Sora and Orin, right? Yeah, we start off with Sora and Orin. They're basically trying to figure out how to get out of the underworld. That's basically all it is Mm -hmm. to start. Then Pete is still with Hades. And we find out that Pete is there to get... Like, Hercules Heartless? Um, Pete is there, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's probably what he's there for. Yeah. And Hades isn't gonna have it. So he sends the three-headed dog known as Cerebrus. Cerberus. Which is Cerberus. See, I knew I was gonna mess that up. No, I think a lot of people, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you, that's a lot, I think a lot of people mess that up. It's right. Cerberus. It's- 
And the only reason I think I know that is because I remember in Kingdom Hearts 1, um, when you go to the Coliseum and if you beat Cerberus, Hercules and Phil are talking, he's like, I can't believe that kid beat Cerberus. Mm -hmm. So there's a fight between Cerberus and uh, Sora and Aron. Mm-hmm. On this one, Donald and Goofy are away. Like they opened this door mm-hmm. that had a lock, so maybe it could go to the Keyblade. Not really sure. So they do the battle, and it's kind of weird because they manage to escape, and then, like, you know, they close the door and. That's really it for Aron right. for right now. So I guess we'll see him again in the future. Mm-hmm. I guess. So as that's going on, um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy catch up with Meg. And Meg is concerned about Hercules because he keeps fighting every single day because he's a hero you know he's proving that he's a hero right he's got to fight every single day and then all of a sudden not only do we see hercules but after two seasons we finally hear hercules what did he not talk in the first one no he didn't you might be right, yeah. Okay. I didn't and, even recognize realize that. And I kept thinking to myself, and this is kind of the thing that I have with the movie Hercules. Yeah. I don't remember who voiced Hercules. I don't either. Like, I know Danny DeVito was in it. He was Phil. I know James Woods was in it. He's Hades. And that's it. I don't know who voiced... Because, like... Because you know, like how, like with the main character, it's like either a big actor or a popular actor. Here, it's like, who did this? So here's what here, you want to hear something funny. Yeah. So I just googled Hercules voice actor, mm-hmm. and the first three things that pop up is not even Hercules. It's oh. James Woods as Hades, Danny DeVito as Phil, and Susan Egon as Megara. Then when you expand it, then you get the name, which is Tate Donovan as Hercules. Okay, I think I've heard that name before. I don't don't know, but I don't know from where. He is known for portraying Tom Shays in Damages, Jimmy Cooper in The O.C., and the voice of the title character in the 1997 Disney animated film Hercules. So Hercules is probably his best-known role, unless you're a big fan of those other two shows, which of those three things, I feel most people would know Hercules. Yeah. And I know the OC, like I didn't watch it, but I know of the OC. Right. But basically what I'm saying is it's not your fault for not remembering. Right. So Hercules sees them and he's like, Sora, Donald, Goofy! Always got to be in that order. I think he was the most excited to see Goofy. (laughs) Which which is kind of cool. 
Um, so they remind us that Sora and them are still junior heroes. And Hercules has to get ready for today's fight. But they got to go see Phil. So Phil is setting up stuff in the arena. And I got a valuable life lesson, Jim. Yeah, okay. Watching this. There's two things to maintain to be a hero. And that's eat, sleep, and bathe. <laughs> I actually, that was funny. I like that. I do like when he does the two things bit. Yeah. So, you know, they meet up with Phil, and again, they remind us they're junior heroes. So then um, we go a little bit further along, and they talk about, or Phil talks about how there's this person in black that's been around. And they don't know who it is. So they go back to the underworld and there's the person in black. Okay. This could be anybody. Well, except Axel. We know it's not Axel. So the guy takes off the hood and it's Roxas. Oh my goodness. Roxas is rocking a mullet here. Okay. I, I, I was kind of like, that was my first thought was, wow, he has a mullet. Um, so he has this, or this stone called the stone of Olympus, which if given to someone like Hercules could help him use his hero abilities while in the underworld. Right. But it doesn't always work. Like, that's well, what he the said. Well, the last episode was that it, it's... The last episode, it was that... In what Haiti says, in the underworld, heroes are zeros. Right. So this is what is used... Uh, what Hercules says, I believe, in this episode, or in this half hour, that the Olympus gods would use it when they had business to do in the underworld, because mm-hmm. then they would be able to have their powers. Right. So... Then Roxas has this instrument and starts playing. So hold on a second. I'm, I, I thought you were kind of saying it's a joke earlier. So what? do you really think this is Roxas? I thought they said it was Roxas. No, see, and I was wondering if maybe you had misheard. Miss so his name is actually Demix. Oh, okay. And I was what he says, though, at, at one point, he says Roxas with a question mark to Sora mm. because remember Roxas is within Sora right based in yeah. the earlier episodes that we did and then he comes and uh well you can continue with, with what yeah. they say to each other go ahead so so Demix did I get that right yes Demix D-E-M-Y-X D-E-M-Y-X okay so he plays his instrument and it's like the it's a mix of like the heartless and the nobodies, but mostly the nobodies. So they beat the nobodies and 
Dexus leaves. Mm-hmm. But he leaves the Stone of Olympus right. on the ground to be picked up. And then he pops right back up for no reason. Well, no, there is a reason, actually, because he – I think he tricks them into doing something. So he introduces absent silhouettes. That's right. Now, what what this is – now, this is something that wasn't in the original mix of the original Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. What it is is they – it's bonus content where – if you want to, it's it's. Try to think of the best way to describe this. It is these weird portals that make you that can have you challenge yourself against some of the fallen fighters, as he might say. Yeah. Now those fallen fighters, when you go into them, are the people from Chain of Memories. Okay. Because it's their excuse to say, like, oh, we wanted all organization members in here, but some of them are not here now. How do we get them in the game somehow? That makes and, sense. And that's what it's so like, you know, if you remember some of the people in Chain of Memories, um, you know, like like Larxene and Marluxia mm-hmm. and Zexion. Right. They, they are all in various portals that, that, that Sora can fight. And obviously he didn't say, remember all these people, because Sora doesn't remember anything that happened at Castle Oblivion. Yeah. Because that was his choice. But one thing I liked about this scene, I want to kind of talk more about it, is Demix seems to think that he can get to Roxas. Where when he says Roxas and Sora's like, excuse me? He reads a thing on a paper. Or a mm-hmm. note card. And it's like, call the person's name to reveal their true disposition or something like that. Right. And he's like, oh, they had the wrong guy for this job. And it's interesting to me that clearly they uh, they know that, they, that Roxas might be able to be reached. Yeah. But... It just didn't work for him this time. Makes you curious if it works at any point in the future. Uh, so the Olympus Stone is now Sora's. Yeah. And while you take it from here. <clears throat> okay, so Hades then comes up with another plan. And this is to basically lure Hercules into rescuing Meg. And if Hercules is to leave, then there's a good chance that everything and everyone up there could be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So Sora and them, they, you know, come back and Hercules realizes that Meg is gone. So then... He has or he goes out and he's about to leave when Hades reminds him that, you know, you can't leave. If you do, bad things are going to happen up here. Mm-hmm. And even Sora tries to, you know, say something to Hades and Hades just flicks him off with his finger. Mm-hmm. So that's the third time that Sora has been either hit or attacked. <laughs> Or whatever by a Disney character. Right. 
this is coming to be a theme of this. So Hercules has to make a decision of what he's going to do. So Sora and the gang volunteer to go save Meg. And Hercules can stay to fight the monster of the day, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Right. So Hercules calls for Pegasus. And he tells Pegasus to go find Meg. Now, I have to be honest, when I watched this, I was like, oh, okay, Sora and them are going to, you know, get a ride with Pegasus. No, he just leaves them. Just leaves them behind. Right. So now they go back into the underworld and they reach this room. And here's Meg. In, uh, captured, I guess, would be the word here. Yeah, that's that would be the, the correct word. In stone. And they use... Oh, God, what? I think they... No, they don't use the stone. They use the, they use the keyblade. Yeah, they use the keyblade. That's right. So they, they, have the to, keyblade. they have to open the place, which was Hades' plan, because if you remember, they had a conversation about the underworld yes. like tournament place and but it can only be opened it, it was locked by zeus but mm-hmm. then pete informs hades that oh the only um only certain keys will do it and basically they find out they're they come with the plan that oh sora has a key so if we can trick him into using it yeah then we can open up this um the, this this uh underworld coliseum basically mm-hmm which they do. He was successful in all reality. Yeah, he was. He used it, and now they're in with Meg. So they get Meg out of the stone, but she's still imprisoned. She's wrapped in chains. Mm-hmm. And here's Pete with not only Heartless, but he's also got bats that have hooks on their feet. Right. Like they're carrying these hooks. So... They fight those off, and Hercules eventually comes down to, you know, to catch up with them. Right. And they are able to get Meg back up. And this is where we start to see that Hercules is taking a toll. Like, his body cannot keep up right. with fighting something different well no uh, yeah it's something different every day like a a never-ending gauntlet basically yeah basically so here he fights the hydra and at first it's only a one-headed hydra but then as we see it or yeah it multiplies into like six seven eight heads Mm -hmm. and Eventually, Sora and them have to get involved to help Hercules. Because by this point, Hercules is just, he's out on his feet. Yeah. He's done for. So, they eventually beat the Hydra. However, the damage has been done to the arena. Yeah. It is done. And this is where Hercules starts to blame himself. 
and starts the question if he is a hero. So, hate, like you said, in a way, Hades kind of won this one. He got everything he wanted. He got the under the uh, underworld coliseum opened. He destroyed the people or lack of people because there's never any people actually show right. despite that there's cheering i know this is going to be a dated by the time this uh airs this will be a dated joke but just like the real olympics yeah um by the way i at the olympics uh the coliseum theme played i don't know if you saw that or not back when that was going on uh i i did see that on twitter opening ceremony yeah, that, that was kind of cool. It was very... I was like, oh, Kingdom Hearts at the Olympics. Anyway, um, so yeah, he got, got the under uh, the Underworld Coliseum open. He got mm-hmm. rid of the people in the Coliseum, essentially. He made Herc doubt himself, so that's kind mm-hmm. of a win there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of winning by Hades uh, at this point. And this is really the first time... I can think of since we've done this show where the villain has achieved something right successfully achieved successfully something. Yeah. yeah so so then Sora you know like they each give Hercules you know these words of encouragement to get himself back together mm-hmm. you know get him to be his preppy self and Sora and them have to leave but he tells Herc that if you guys see any Heartless or if Hades is bothering you, you tell us and we will come to help you. Right. And then he also finds out the Olympus Stone is a gateway because yes. random things are a gateway in this game, apparently. Yeah. So Hercules is down and out for now. And who knows? Maybe they come back. Because Phil says, next time you come, stay stay longer. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Maleficent. And she's staring out the window. And Pete's talking to her. And she basically wants to know what has happened since the last time she was around. Which is kind of interesting because, you know, for someone like me, until we did um, Chain of Memories, I would have thought, oh, that's a perfect thing, you know, for somebody like Maleficent to ask. Right. You know. Um, well, actually, no. Actually, it might work out anyway, because with Chain of Memories, she was kind of brought back. Well, she wasn't real. Remember? Right. Everything was just right. memories of Riku and Sora. Right. So... That actually might have been a good scene there. Actually. I mean, I, I think now, now I'm thinking about it, the only people that rem, that were real in Castle Oblivion in Chain of Memories were Sora, Riku, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, the organization members, mm-hmm. um, obviously Jiminy Cricket, um, Nominee. Right. Fake Riku was real kind of kind like, of yeah uh but other than that I, I i can't think of anyone else um yeah everyone else was many. fake everyone else was not real exactly so then we go to queen Minnie, who we have not seen since the opening scene of the first game that's true i forgot about that 
and she's looking for an album when I guess Sir Chip and Sir Dale come (laughs) and Minnie can't find the album and she's told that there's trouble in a part of the kingdom. And then we see Sora, Donald, and Goofy. They look to be in a clock tower. And Sora's like, hey, you guys are back home. You must feel really good about this. And that's where it ends. Okay. Um, remember how in like one of the first episodes I mentioned there were those secret Ansem reports? Yeah. So one of them you obtain after you defeat Demix at the Olympus Coliseum. Mm. So let's do that now, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get our regular theories and uh, predictions and final thoughts, all right? All right. So here we go. This is now Secret Ansem Report number five. In this realm, where all existence has been disintegrated, I have just barely managed to preserve my sense of self by continuing to think and to write. It is a place where even time has lost all meaning. Eternity is as but a moment here. I must make haste. Certainly their plans are already underway. The Heartless must be the key to unraveling this mystery. The six traders were operating a laboratory that churned out these cursed shadows. Not only did they generate pure blood heartless from living hearts, but they then used those heartless to synthesize artificial versions of the creatures as well. These synthetic heartless bore insignias and were called emblems. Pure blood or emblem, these heartless act only to fulfill their instinctive needs. They single-mindedly detect hearts and swarm around them. Human's commands would be ineffective. The Heartless would easily steal the human's heart and use it to increase their own ranks. But what if an even stronger Heartless was giving the orders? If he cast aside his own soul and body and became a Heartless, wouldn't he be able to control the otherwise intractable Heartless? Furthermore, Wouldn't he be planning to make use of the creature's instincts? If the heart-seeking heartless have their sights set on a larger, more powerful heart, their ultimate goal is crystal clear. The largest heart in existence. The heart of the world. This is all conjecture, but it would seem he is utilizing the heartless in his search for a path leading to the heart of the world. That's that's a lot to take in. Um, I think the thing that kind of struck me was the part about the six that betrayed, you know, Ansem. And I was trying to think, could it have been members of Organization 13? Mm -hmm. Could it have been maybe the group of the Disney villains? Right. Nice. Well, like I said, this is only I think this is like your third report. I feel like we only did two more before this. And I don't think that there's one for a while now, boy. I think most of them you get towards the end of the game. Okay. Uh, but I'll have to double check. That'll be my own thing to check on. Uh, okay, so we'll be right back with uh, Bill's theories and predictions. All right, Bill, we're back. So give me some theories and predictions and overall thoughts on this past half hour. 
Okay, so I actually have both on this one. Okay. Which is very rare. The theory is with the Stone of Olympus, it's not only used by the gods on Olympus to use in the underworld, but it can also be used by the gods in the underworld. Like, Hades could use it. Okay. So it could be kind of a, you know, like a two, kind of a two-faced coin, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Where whoever possesses it can use it. Or kind of like the ring from Lord of the Rings. That's a better example. Okay. Where whoever possesses it could use it for good or for evil. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory on that. As far as predictions go, I do think we will end up back seeing Hercules and the gang again. Because mm-hmm. it just seemed like with everything that happened in this half hour, it's the story's not done there. Yeah, there's too much left open. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, everyone, we'll catch you next time. On Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 3.